Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal What the fuck is up, Chris Shawback? Not much. Tuesday night, going to do a little something different this evening. Yeah, we are. Um, we're going to have a fucking little discussion here. This is going to be something different. This is a... Uh, um, like a shorter a, bonus episode. Yeah, bonus episode. We, we wanted to do something horror related. We both dig horror movies. I love horror, you know, some horror uh, right, books. Right. And so... We thought Halloween coming up, you know. Might as well do some horror shit. Might as well do it, man. And, of course, we've got our buddy in here, Joey Gormonger, because Joey is all about horror. <laughs> the man. connoisseur I, of I like some horror, horror movies. movies. Yeah, he's like the bit. CK of horror. You know? <laughs> really, you know. So, Fuck yeah, so I was, was going to say that. <laughs> oh, sorry for taking your... Uh, yeah. You're a fire there, yes, CK. There but I'm sure you've CK got plenty too, more. All four of us. At yeah, the same and CK's time, here with us. Of course, you heard him. Uh, he's, of course, our great metal motherfucker. But he wanted to get in on this discussion, yeah. so this is kind so, of fun. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Doing man. something different we don't yeah. typically do. So, uh, so how are you guys doing, Joey? You doing good over there? Yeah, doing well, man. Doing fine. Uh, awesome. Just, just got back from our Milwaukee. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. That was a really good time. It was. Shakers once again. So good. Yeah, Shakers, Milwaukee. We always love going up there, and uh, those guys are just fantastic. Uh, Bob Weiss, the owner, and everybody, the staff is amazing, and just had a really great great time, man. Did a little seance, did a little ghost hunting. And And you guys got a little bit of interview with them, too. Yeah, did did an interview with one of the staff and then with Bob about some of their ghostly encounters there. It was really cool. Yeah, Yeah. so you guys are going to hear that in the last episode of October, which is actually, I think, on Halloween uh, is when it posts, I believe. Is that a Thursday? If it's a Thursday. Thursday, cool I think shit, it man. is, um, or if it's not, it's very, very close to it. Um, so that'll be the Shakers episode. It'll be that week and that day. And uh, but last week was a good one, man. Episode seventy-three did a little Herbert Mullen, dude. That was uh, an interesting. Um, it's pretty trippy, man. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least, it's pretty trippy. A thousand hits of acid, kind of trippy, man. What did, the fuck? Didn't they? Didn't they used to say if you took like three hits of acid? insane you're, you're clinically insane yeah <laughs> yeah i think you're right ck like legally like you're like could be considered insane if you take so many hits well and... fuck me <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened <laughs> god damn it <laughs> so yeah that was a fucked up episode because he was obviously mentally ill yeah. we talk about it i know it's we're laughing but you know, dude had some serious mental illness. Oh, you yeah. couple that with all that LSD, Definitely, man. He was dude. fucking destined for something fucked up to go down. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't going to turn into a upstanding citizen and coach Little League Baseball. You know, he was... Well, never... dude, 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 killed, 
dude killed his friends, he thought he would bring him, bring him back before he did drugs. What the that fuck? That is true. That is true. I know. <laughs> what I what I loved in that episode, dude, is when we listen back to it, and you're like, makes perfect sense. The way you <laughs> well, you were like, uh, what's the problem? That was just funny, man. Makes that was really good. Sense, man. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So at the time yeah, of this recording, true. we had like a thousand listens uh, to that episode. So thank you, everybody out there. And of course, we had Joey uh in studio with us last week so he's become uh, a regular here yeah, on the man. show I and that's always fun it. yeah plus yeah. the shakers too it's really like three in a row yeah, yeah man, that's true yeah. that's true and we had ck we had you on talking about the controversial as i lay dying yep so that was cool and uh so check out episode 73 if you guys missed it because that was a good one that was uh, last week so uh even though this is a short uh, bonus episode we do have a bit of twist i thought would be fun for the killer cage match with the four of us here tonight it is gonna be uh, interesting. <laughs> do a little horror theme to the killer cage match so yeah. i came up with on and it's been super secret because i didn't yeah, i don't even know about i didn't this share year. it with anybody because <laughs> i thought that would make it fun and what we talked about doing is having joey pick one uh uh, two of the numbers and CK pick two of the numbers and we'll just see what happens. See what happens. With so, that's gonna be fun. And I have a variable and I'm going to let you pick the variable. Oh, all right. So, Here we go. This is going to be yeah, good. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. So it should be fun. So anyway, I think uh, we got some business to tend to here, guys. Fuck so Yeah, man. Let's get our horror on. Fuck yeah. All right. Well, fuck. We're just going to keep it rolling here. We're just going to fucking trudge the fuck on the four of us continuing talking about horror movies and i think that um you know for each of us i'm sure you know i'm not you know maybe different, different genre different the uh, different style. way we got to it you yeah, know right. like the path of you know how you got to where you were or are with with that sort of thing so I don't know. We could open the discussion, I think, up Shit. with that just briefly. Yep. Like, when like, did you, Chris? When did you? I remember what, back in 80. What year was it? Fucking Nightmare on Elm Street came out. Like 84. 84. Like 84. Yeah, 84. Yeah. I remember it being on VHS or some shit. And I was, a, I was 84, would have made me seven years old. And I'm watching this shit at the babysitter's house, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> like watching Freddy Krueger just tearing the shit out of people. Right. And just, like, being seven, like, <laughs> holy fuck, dude. This is awesome. Yeah. Like, and not, see, like, not me and CK, we were teenagers, yeah, so right, that was yeah. even cooler. Right. Because, like, we were, like, you know, junior high, high school age. Yeah, when, when Nightmare on Elm So that shit yeah, was, like, dude. it was cool to be that age. So that's interesting with you, of course, being 10 years younger. Right. I was, I was like, seven years old, like, fucking watching. Yeah, so like, that Freddy would be Kruger a different... A totally different perspective. Yeah, you know? I mean, and you got to fucking see titties too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with that. I mean, I mean, shit. Seriously. <laughs> now, uh, CK, what about you? What kind of got you into the the whole thing? Well, I remember, like in like in early like a mid seventies, we got HBO. Right. And um, I had to be like seven or eight, and I wasn't supposed to have it in my room, for, but for some reason. It was. I had it in my room. I never told my parents. Oh, nice! <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, Fuck um, yeah! 
and the exorcist came on oh, oh yeah oh my god <laughs> talk, talk about a seven or eight year old watching that Dude. That scared the fucking shit out of me. Dude, I had the same reaction to that That's shit, right? man. My mom used to watch it on... I remember it on regular TV. Yeah. Now, obviously, it was edited. <laughs> uh, of course, yeah. But it but was still, still fucking scary as fuck. And I remember I used to drive her nuts every year it was on to see if I could. she would let me watch it. You know, right. She's like, no way. You'll have nightmares. Can't There's no way. It. But my mom was really into it. She read the book. She watched the movie every year. It was like on Halloween-ish, nice, probably, right? I'm guessing. I don't know. Anyway. It's still, it still freaks me out to this day. Dude, it's still <laughs> fucked up. I agree, because I remember I was in eighth grade, and I'm a couple years older than you, CK, but I was in eighth grade, and my mom finally let me watch it. And I remember I'm all like, cool. Fuck you know? yeah, I'm going to watch this And shit. I'm sitting there, and it's like, you know, just starting out kind of chill. And then, like, shit goes <laughs> south, like, really fucking fast. <laughs> and when she starts talking in that fucking devil fucking oh, voice, yeah. I just got up and walked out <laughs> of the like, room. Done. I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, this isn't going to fucking happen. And that freaked the fucking shit out of me. And that movie still freaks the fucking shit out of That's me. That's crazy. CK, special, I'm with you. Special... They added that um the crawling backwards on the stairs. Yeah. yeah. That, that shit, <laughs> that's awful, shit, man. Yeah. That's really fucking weird, man. What, what the fuck? Twenty yeah, fifth anniversary of it, I think yeah. it was, they did that yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, anniversary. That, so yeah. That movie is amazingly in line with William Peter Blatty's book too. Like, I was just gonna say that book to me is is if probably at the top of the heap of the books I've read yeah, I agree. of the best horror novel I've up. ever fucking read. Yeah. And, oh, that, yeah. and that, and that whole scene with the actual exorcist, right. Or exorcism, I should say at the end, um, it goes on for quite a while in the book. Yeah. Almost to the point where it's too much, but it's like when I, when you're at the end of it, I was like physically exhausted <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from reading this because the movie does a very, very good job because he wrote the screenplay. Yes. Yep. So obviously you got that. But usually the writer of the book can't do the screenplay. It just doesn't usually work. And right. it's usually awful. He fucking crushed both of it. But oh, both of them. But uh but I thought the way he paces it, I was just talking to Jenny about this because my new short story I just finished, The Wreath, I was you know, talking about madness and, and the descent into it and the pacing of it is very important. And the, William Peter Blatty just absolutely kills it with The Exorcist in both the movie and the the book and i always think the books are better and Hell in this yeah. case it is yeah that's yeah. because crazy. that scene is just so incredible and what kills me you can visually me, see it yeah you yeah, can you, totally yeah, see it and the movie just fucking happening. hits it on the head but um Hell yeah what was fucked up though to me about that is that you got this um story that everybody knows of is you know the the girl with the head spinning around and dude. spitting up pea soup, pea soup and all that and that's the shocking you yeah. know parts obviously and that's gonna sell fucking tickets and fucking herself with a crucifix yeah but the story (laughs) is called the exorcist the actual story (laughs) is about the dude and his struggles and his mom dying it isn't about the exorcism yeah it's like that's what the story's about is this guy struggles with his life and what happens to him that's a 
huge part of it, yeah. obviously, yeah. but that's yeah. like part of the story. And that it's seems crazy. to get all the attention. But again, I know it sells tickets, you know. Oh, the, yeah. What you what got you started, Joey? Into horror. Uh, I mean, I got a couple tales I could tell. Like one would be Jaws. That was a huge one for me, obviously. obviously right. Yeah, uh, I know arachnophobia. If we talk about the scariest movies to us, that's going to be mine. But um, what got me started, I can't. I can't really say it, but probably around seven years old. You know, the same as all these guys. But it could have been a, a cunt hair younger. Right. <laughs> uh, but a cunt hair. Yeah, my that's... uncle, uh, he's only five years older than me. My mom's brother. So growing up, like he I got think me. To, yeah, about I've talked about music, music, right? He got yeah. me into music. The metal. That's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So he is a, a huge influence on me. But I remember going up. Like I would see horror movies that my mom was watching whenever I was sneaking. You know that they were right. watching. They're watching you hide watching. behind the couch and right. shit. Yeah. Right. Whenever I would, uh, <laughs> when I would go to Maine for like the summer or whatever, and stay with my grandparents, and my uncle was still staying with them because he was younger too. And we would. I just remember going to the video store and just getting horror movies, yes, you know. Sir. And he right. was showing me them. And one of the most specific that I'll, I'll never forget was uh, Last House on the Left. Yeah. The original? Yeah, the original. That's a good one, and, uh, man. So I watched that, and like, to be honest, I probably didn't see that movie again for 15 years. Like, who knows, you know, um, until I got a little bit older. But I always remembered the, the biting off of the dick scene, you know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Making old girl piss her pants yeah, and yeah. all that shit. Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. it, it was funny because I remember... I told my mom I saw that movie when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. After I'd watched it. She was fucking furious. Oh, shit. She was so pissed at my uncle. And, and I didn't quite get it because I'm just like, whatever. We're just watching some horror movies. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't until like later on when I watched it when I was a little bit older and like all the rape. And, you right, know, right. The, I was just like, holy shit. Yeah, my mom had a right to be pissed about that one. <laughs> That's funny. That's oh, yeah, funny. Oh, yeah. I remember letting my sister watch the uh, back when we had HBO as a kid, letting my sister watch The Shining. And she was definitely not old enough to watch yeah, it, yeah. but I was letting her watch it and it scared the fucking shit out of her. I mean, like. It was a freak. It's right after The Exorcist yeah. on my list of my favorites. Um, but it just freaked the shit out of her. But I remember, like, don't tell mom, you know, like, right. I'm going to get my ass kicked if my parents found out I let her watch it, you know. <laughs> and she was having, like, nightmares and shit, right. you know. So speaking of that, uh, Chris, what about, like, scariest? Like, what was... what type of horror movies freak you out the most? <sighs> Ones that could actually happen, something that could actually happen right. to a person. I'm the same L way, like dude. a fucking scrapbook, bro. Oh yeah, scrapbook's scrapbook a is good one. brutal. It's basically this dude he uh, kidnaps this chick, which he's kidnapped other chicks before, and just makes her his fucking slave, like some toy box killer shit. Yeah, wow. basically, basically some toy box killer oh, shit. Oh Jesus! And it, that movie's brutal. I was watching that movie, and it made me feel dirty watching it. And the first it's time. super independent and yeah. underground. So oh wow! And they also like that's even it, more. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's that's even more freaky. Like, like I was watching it in my shed with my big old TV. I had the doors open, and it got to a point. I was like. These people walking by can't watch this. I got to <laughs> shut this up, dude. Oh my like, god, it's pretty fucking wow. Brutal, man. 
Wow. And, and it's shit that can actually and has happened in, right. in, in life. Right. In general. Totally, it's, yeah. And watching it, it's like, God damn it, dude. Well, yeah, a lot of these fucking killers we've talked about, like Heidnick with the whole keeping him captive. Exactly. Leonard Lake, Charles Ng. I mean, a lot Henry, of these we've yeah. talked about, They've the whole prisoner thing. And there's that book... Um, what is it called that they all talk about? God, I have it in my collection of. Uh, oh, um, it's about the collector. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. about yeah. that guy that fucking stalks that girl and stuff. And that's what they all refer to as yeah. like the, they all had that book. You know, I remember exactly. it was Leonard Lake Leonard was all Lake. about that yep. book and yep. talked about it a the lot. The Miranda you know? Project was, that, was like uh, based off of Wasn't there that movie with like Denzel fucking called The Bone Collector that was yeah. kind of that book Well, as there's well. The Bone Collector and then there's uh, the movie The Collector 2, which right. is sort of like the same thing, but just like brutalized, you know. Right. But no, yeah. the, the, the premise of that book, though. Yeah, it was like huge. from the 70s, yeah. I think. So it's an older book, you the know. The impact is just phenomenal. Yeah, it could even be in the 60s i'm not even sure but it's it's really good but one they refer to a lot what about you ck what kind of movies freak you out the most it, believe it or not it's the ones that have the satanic themes oh, really okay. <laughs> yeah like like in the 70s there, there was this movie called the car okay okay i don't, I don't think i've seen that was, one. Uh, it, it was like 77 it was i mean actually anton lafay was was part of the um he helped, he helped, um, was like, like an advisor. Like or something. Yeah. An advisor on it. Huh. And, um, it was about, it was about a car, a, a, like 72 Lincoln that was possessed by the devil. No shit. Oh, wow. And, and, and yeah, and it was, was, the thing would like just run over people, like go into a, a football field and just start mowing people over and shit. Nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fucked um, up. But it, it's shit like that, because I used to watch all that stuff when I was younger. That that really freaked me out. Yeah. That's good. Now yeah. I'm going to go watch that movie, CK. Yeah, I've never right? seen that you got, before. You, you, yeah, got, you, got, you, got, you got to see it. Yeah. You got it's, fucking like, cast uh, and stumped on something? No, I, and yeah. I love Christine. It sounds kind of like that, too. Yeah, you know? it does. It does. <laughs> yeah, uh, lo- yeah, a little bit, yeah. What about you, Joey? What kind of you were saying arachnophobia yeah, type I, stuff? I'll definitely say uh, probably the two scariest things that actually scared me. One was arachnophobia. Like I swear, I didn't have no problem with spiders growing up. Like I used to play with them in the garden. Right. Uh, I lived in the basement in Connecticut along the wooded area, so there were tons of them. Right. Sure. They were under my bed. Like whatever, I didn't care. You know. I watched that movie, and I was, I was probably eight or nine then, you know? Oh, God. And I would not go in my bedroom for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and ever since then, they fucking, Damn. they freak me the shit out. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, I'll tell you one a little more recently, and it wasn't so much a movie, but I was watching a documentary about um, BTK. Right. Which, you know, obviously the the serial killer and the, the true human monsters is always, like, probably the scariest, really. Right. But, um... I re- all I remember is they were talking about at one of the places he was at, they found uh, like a partially eaten meal in a closet and I think a magazine or something, something along those lines. And they said because he had been waiting in this closet for these people, you know, right. so he was he was just in there. And, right. And, and for whatever reason, that bothered me so much that still right now to this day, when I come home, 
no matter check the closet. I check my closets. I check my bathtub. I check under wow. my bed. And I'm just like, That's because funny. that is the scariest thing to me is somebody right. in your house and you don't realize it with you. Right. Oh, like, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty fucked up. But I'm like you, Chris, with the when they're based in like a reality type thing, yeah. those freak me out the most. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole what if it could legit happen. And like we've said, you know, a lot of these serial killers we talk about, like, actually live this shit out. And a lot of them, unfortunately, got the idea yeah. a lot of from the reading these books movie. or watching horror movies or porn or whatever the fuck shit warp their mind. Jeffrey Dahmer to always make played The shit. Exorcist 3. That was his favorite movie. Yeah. Right? The Exorcist 3 is fucking amazing, <laughs> yeah. man. It's too bad. It's Exorcist called The Exorcist was, 3. The Exorcist 2 was an abomination. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> that was Heretic. a disaster. It was. And, and I read a thing about this because uh, William Peter Blatty wrote the uh, the book Legion, yeah. which is the follow-up to The Exorcist, oh, which shit. is a fucking unbelievably good. I mean, it's almost as good as The Exorcist. I mean, it's that fucking good. Hell, yeah. And it was like very poorly, like, you, I don't know if they didn't promote it right, right or what happened, but then the movie, he wanted to call it Legion because that's what it was. It wasn't The Exorcist 2. But they wanted The Exorcist name on it. Well, they already did Exorcist 2, and that was yeah. awful, but they wanted him to do Exorcist gotcha. 3 or call the, the, uh, the book Legion, the movie, Exorcist yeah. 3, and he was like, no. And basically, like they, I'm mean, sure with enough money, they yeah, finally they got finally him to, do got it. Him to yeah. say it. Yeah, of course, regretted it because everybody after two was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, you know? so it never got it to do. <laughs> but it's a great fucking movie, yeah. man. They got the dude that plays Father Karras in yeah. the fucking original <laughs> to play him as older in the in the third one, which is fucking awesome, you know. And he's so amazing, you know, such a great actor and. So yeah, I mean, I that's one of those like just kind of caught up in the business of things, you know. Right. What about um, with uh, you, Chris, with like villains, like certain which ones like either freak you out or you just kind of like them for whatever reason. One I watched that's one of my favorite movies that I actually just watched the other day. Cashman Michael came over. And I was watching this fucking Candyman, dude. I love Candyman. Candyman is wicked. Dude. I love Candyman. Just the mouthful of bees and the stump yeah. with the hook on it. And he's just like, yeah. be my victim. I was like, fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. I love the Candyman. Dude. Yeah, the Candyman is fucking cool. Any any others? That oh, you... man. Who else is there? There's a couple. Uh, obviously, Freddy, because my origins of horror. Right, like, right. Fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Man. I don't know. There's, I can't. I'm on the spot right now at the moment. I can't. <laughs> it's like shit. Well, what about you, CK? You got any uh, villains that you particularly like or freak you out? It's got to be Freddy Krueger. <laughs> really? Yeah. He is pretty yeah. fucking creepy, man. <laughs> Freddy Krueger and probably, um, probably Mike Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Also, the dude from Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Yeah, that dude, like, I'm like, you are a scary-ass motherfucker, man. Right. <laughs> and I got him tattooed on my arm, too. Right. <laughs> sort of. Joey, what about you, man? What villains or uh, monsters on in horror really kind of top your list? I think uh, a couple of my favorite, like, I'm really big into, like, um, creature or, like, uh, animal-type deals, too. So I would have to say Bruce, which is the name for Jaws. Right, right, right. Which, that's one of my favorites. The first movie was, you know, a masterpiece to me. The second one was 
good sequel that was fun. The other two were just straight garbage. Right. But it's still that impactful to me. Oh, sure. And, and uh, so he's one of them. And I'd also say, um, you know, uh, Victor Crowley from the Hatchet series. Oh, dude. Which is just, it was almost like they took Kane Hodder and they're like, okay, now you can do all the most fucked up shit you ever wanted to do. Right. Do all the biggest kills, you know. Right. And uh, Adam Green did that. Hatchet's so fucking good, though. Yeah, Yeah. that is fucking badass. That's cool. I, you know, I wore the shirt for a reason tonight. Pinhead, man. (laughs) I mean,. You want to just talk about straight up fucking brutal, right. dude. It doesn't get much more brutal no, than it Pinhead. it really doesn't, dude. Just the lines are just so fucking right. sick, man. And then... Uh, Do I look like someone who cares what God thinks? Like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah he's fucking harsh. Um, the, the last... The book that Clive Barker... The last book that I'm aware of that he wrote was this, the final... Like he to, finally to ki- like yeah. well I guess I could spoil it now it's been out right. for a couple of years he kills Pinhead like oh, no Pinhead's shit. dead in this you know right, right. and you know it talks about um, you know in the original uh, where you see him is in that short or it's like a long short story but the uh, uh, Hellbound Heart um, and that's the short story that Clive Barker right. wrote yeah. that Pinhead at first appears in. But then this one, I don't remember the name of it now that it came out a couple, three years ago, but they they have him come back and, and you know, of course, he's gone through all the movies, right. which some he had nothing to do with. So the, it's too bad when the characters go on too long yeah. and like, yeah. it's like different yeah. writers and directors and yep. everybody's yeah. get their own take or they change the actor. That, that does it's happen. It's not the and same, I, you know. Yeah. So I think that's a lot of it. But anyway, he kind of puts an end to it. But it's badass because Pinhead actually goes to hell to fucking get Satan. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's uh. fucking sick. <laughs> so I'm sure eventually they'll do a movie a about movie. it. Hell yeah. But it's pretty wicked. But Pinhead, for sure, um, just from the whole realistic kind of could get, would be something that could legit happen. The Shining, um, not so much with all the other wild shit going on, but But Jack Nicholson going nuts and killing his family and shit. That shit's fucked up, man, because there's another one that those are the two examples I always give on pacing. Uh, I mentioned The Exorcist earlier, The Shining, easily number two on that front because the way he has that fucking character go crazy is absolutely perfectly placed. And it, it would perfect work. time, bam! You know, it just explodes. You know, it's right. just, it's amazing. Um, and I always try to, you know, as a writer, try to emulate that because those guys are fucking unbelievably yes. good at that. You know, um, so I would say, you know, those are the realistic, and then the probably Pinhead would be my. Just kind of freaks me out with oh, the yeah. pins because <laughs> what's funny is the character in the books hates being called Pinhead, despises it because they're not pins, they're nails. They're nails, yeah, yeah. And that's what he says. I don't know if he says it in one of the movies I, or no, not. I don't think so. But no. in the book, I remember he's like, they're fucking, you know, whatever he says, you know, they're not, they're not pins. Those were nails that were driven into my head, you know, like. Don't belittle it by calling them pins. (laughs) They're fucking nails, you know. I mean, he's just fucking evil and bad and just harsh, you know. So That's fucking crazy. Fuck yeah, man. So uh, what else? I mean, 
Chris, I mean, on the front of like the most horrific scene, like just something that really sticks with oh, you is just one like over the top fucking crazy scene. Holy crap. Uh, or anybody that I ain't gonna say I, like not super horrific and but a lot of blood and I ain't gonna lie it ain't a hundred percent horror movie yeah but fucking it's a horror comedy but it's still good fucking Tucker and Dale versus Evil yeah fucking dude fucking diving into the wood chipper just fucking kills me when it's just spraying the fucking blood everywhere dude. Right. like I love that shit I don't care if you don't, that's a horror movie to me just because yeah i'm scared of them preppy boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about you joey um i say a couple scenes that stick out to me are uh one of them is definitely um i can't remember which friday the 13th because they all just kind of blend together there's so many of them i, I believe right. it's like fucking sleeping seven bag. or so the sleeping bag the sleeping dude when bag, he picks bro. the girl up in the sleeping bag and just beats her against the tree dude. i'm just like oh Holy yeah fuck, dude. <laughs> i remember that <laughs> oh man it's been so long since i've seen that. I, hey, i'll tell you my favorite scene from from the friday the 13th is uh i call it jason takes a cruise but when he goes to manhattan right dude the funniest shit in the world to me is whenever them fucking them dudes are sitting there jamming out in the boom oh, box walks up and just boots their shit. It's like, like, fuck your boot ah, Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, I'll, say, I'll say a brutal ass scene though is, um, so Jack Ketchum, I don't know if you've read his work. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. But so a couple of his have become adapted as movies and oh, they yeah. did a Girl Next Door. So Girl Next Door was basically about, um, Gertrude Banaszewski, that was her name, in Indiana, who was the grandma who had all these neighborhood kids come over and, you know, um, basically assault this girl and everything. So in the movie, though, they like, there's one scene. I mean, it's really sad, all the stuff they're doing to this girl. It's really hard to watch sometimes. But they take a blowtorch to her genitals. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that's like, holy fuck. Oh, my God. That's That's super stuck with me. Yeah. Wow. And and to make it worse, like you said, this is a case of something that, you know, could. this could and totally. some of that shit did happen. Like it was right. based off of that. Like, geez. Yeah, that's really bad. CK, what about you? Any scenes from any particular movie you like? Or... Yeah, I, I, I got to go back to The Exorcist when she's having yeah. herself with the cross. Oh, Dude, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, that's a memorable scene. <laughs> Fuck me, Jesus, or whatever she said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty crazy. And, you know, the story about that with the, the voice of the of the woman that did all that voiceover work for The Exorcist was, uh, I don't remember her name, but she was very famous like eras before so she was very you know older hadn't acted in years you know she was a recluse as far as i know i you know like i said this is something i read and that she was had been an alcoholic but she was recovered you know and she was like doing much better yeah and so they sought her out you know the the director for the exorcist to get her to do this voice because you know they couldn't use a six-year-old girl to do it you know it wouldn't sound right you know and they got her in a studio like a they basically fitted a house with a studio in it you know and a microphone and And she just voiced over and she did all the voiceover work like over like a week or a couple weeks they went through all this shit and how old was she but the woman was like in her 60s i think okay my 
I could see my mom going, fuck me, Jesus. I can see my mom going that high. So, so, okay then. So, then, so, but then they had, she was a chain smoker too. So they had like, like cases of cigarettes. Like, like for just her. keep fucking, don't stop smoking. And they gave her fucking whiskey, whiskey to drink. And this now she's been of off the fucking booze for a fucking years yeah. and all better. And she, I'm sure they offered her a lot of money to do it. And she agreed. Now, I never found out like what happened to her after that. I hope she got better and like it was just yeah, a blip just in the that, road. Yeah. And she made a bunch she of started, cash. She and, started to use heroin afterwards. Oh, God. <laughs> oh God. That's awful. Is that true? No. Oh, I'm oh, like, God damn. I thought you were true. I'm like, wow. I know. I was like, fuck. Oh, I felt really bad. Like, I did oh. too. I, was like, I wanted to hear God. that she went on and, you know, got her fucking masters or Jesus something. Christ. I was like, fuck, are we talking about Linda Blair? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No. She definitely went down the wrong end. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, of course, my one encounter with Linda Blair, I think I've mentioned it on here before. I don't know if I have I or not. don't. No, but I had a. I only was in college for about a year and a half um, at Western Connecticut State University there in Danbury, and uh, I was in a, a class, and um, I had a couple classes with this dude. He was really cool, and uh, his dad owned like a factory made of chocolates in uh, Bethel there somewhere. CK, I don't remember the Dean name. Coral? Name of the uh, <laughs> of the yeah, chocolatier. I, 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 yeah, I can't remember. It's, I, a, it, it, it's like a scan. Closed. Yeah, it's a Scandinavian name. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, he they lived in Wilton, um, which is fucking high dollar fucking neighborhood in Connecticut or town in Connecticut. And so anyway, we were going to like he had some buddies were going to go out on the or uh, the river and do something like that. So we stopped at his house to get something. We were heading out to meet some people and. We pull into the uh, up to near his driveway, and there's this girl washing her car, you know, and she was like pretty good looking, you know, out there washing was like a Corvette or something like that. I'm like, man, who the fuck is that, you know? Because he's waving to her, you know. And we pull into his, he's like right across the street. So I was like, hey, man, who is that? And he's like, oh, that's Linda Blair. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, that's Linda Blair, like from The Exorcist. I'm like. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, wow, you know. And he goes, "You want to meet her?" And I'm like, "Sure, why not?" You know, all non, all casual. Like, I mean, yeah, that'd so, be cool. So we were all fucked up. So when we got out of the car, we go over crossing the street. And as we're crossing the street, he's like, "Just don't mention the exorcist. She doesn't like fucking talking about it." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what else do you what? fucking talk yeah. about? What else do you?" Just don't talk about that. He walks up. Hey, Linda, how you doing? This is my friend Pete. And like, I was just like, holy shit. It was just so fucked up because that's what you think about. <laughs> right. Is the fucking cross fucking yeah, fuck me, exactly. Jesus. And you're like, like, oh, my God. You know, like it was so fucking crazy. She had to be like in her early 20s. Yeah. Because I think she's a couple years, few years older than me. I don't know how much older, but like four, five, six. Right. Not much like older, that. but. That's anyway, so yeah, that was my one awesome. brush with her. But uh, yeah, she was very nice. Yeah, uh, she was really cool, and uh, we just—it was about a five ten minute conversation. 
But it was kind of a trip later being like, holy shit, that was Linda Blair. That's so yeah. fucking good. Especially Reagan. in that era. You yeah, know, like I met the, Reagan. Shit. Yeah, Reagan. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, any uh, any certain directors, Joey, that you well, like? I mean, obviously there's some really good yeah, ones. Yeah, and I'm gonna the one I'm going to bring up right here also goes along with probably, if you were to ask me, my favorite, my absolute favorite horror movie uh, franchise is Psycho and Alfred Hitchcock. I oh, mean, fuck yeah. I love... Oh, definitely. Yeah, I love fucking, you know, Hit Psycho. I like all the, the sequels to it. I love fucking, um, you know, how they portray, you know, the grandma. Or, or right. I'm sorry, the mother. The mom, right. You know, and him, like, together. And, you know, it's cool. It's loosely based off Ed Gein and all that. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Robert Block wrote yes. it because he saw that right. article on Gein. <laughs> yep. right? So that's what's cool is when yeah. they bring in the real into the fiction yeah. and merge the two like he did. And the same with William Peter Blatty exactly. with The Exorcist. And then you get a director, William Friedkin, on The Exorcist. And totally. then, you know, Alfred Hitchcock, like, the master. Of course. Yeah. And it's funny because especially at that time, like they were trying to talk Hitchcock out of doing anything like that. They were like, you got to step away from that, the suspense and all that. And he was like, no, I, I read this book. That's it. That's what right. I'm doing what next. And do, he went it. and he went around Hollywood and all those places. He found every copy of that book he could find to destroy it. He had disclaimers up that no one tell the ending of that movie while it was playing. Like, wow. you know, obviously people did, but, but like sure. he, he put so much marketing into trying to keep the ending of that movie hush so that it would surprise the audiences. Oh, okay. and it, it, they made a movie called uh, Hitchcock. Um, I can't remember who. Yeah. I have now. never watched it. Is it it's good? It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to watch it. And, and it shows a lot of basis of how his wife was really an anchor behind it all too you know oh cool yeah very that's good movie. cool but yeah psycho that yeah. director that movie everything about it i'm, I'm about and, and, and it. same with psychos it still holds up today oh yeah for sure oh yeah what about you chris what did you think about the Anne hish version uh i actually really like that um i went and saw it in the theater I, I'm also very tolerable to movies. I don't hate on a lot of movies like most people do. I'm right. very open to them. If I'm enjoying the experience, I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, I really, really liked the remake of Psycho, and the reason is because they almost, almost word for word redid Did every scene. Right. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what they I thought They had to too. update a couple things, like like the money figures the money, and a couple uh, things. Yeah, and the but scenes every and scene was shot exactly the same, and the a dialogue was. Oh yeah, and the music, on. like as she's driving and everything. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was the I don't remember if it was the exact same <clears throat> music, but it was close to yeah. the same. Yeah, no, that fucking, was that was pretty phenomenal yeah, was to me that they did it that man. way. Oh yeah. You know, I got to say, for me, you know, one of the franchises you talk about, yeah. or I didn't mention this character when we were talking about ones that freak us out because he's definitely top of the heap too is uh hannibal oh um, yeah oh yeah those exactly. books are amazing <laughs> fucking thomas harris with yep. those fucking books and then the movies are fucking unbelievable man that's just anthony hopkins i mean i don't know how much better yeah you oh, get yeah. than that you know to play him and it's just the I, ultimate uh, fucking just totally fucking you know like freak fucking, you out uh, just because he's so fucking he's such a good actor you like totally believe it and yeah. like that opening scene with him in the cell when she goes to see him that first time i mean yeah. that is just fucked up and so to me very realistic yeah. but that whole 
franchise I really like. I the really books liked and the movies. The original both. Manhunter. That was movie just. Too. That's what I was gonna say. The original <clears throat> like, I thought Manhunter that was really good. Yeah. So the guy that played, awesome. uh, totally. Yeah. The guy that played Lecter and that was really good. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Hopkins took it to a whole another yeah, level. Yeah, totally. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that the movie him. was the other. You know, was, which was Red Dragon. Basically. Red Dragon was a, the original Manhunter before yeah. Silence right. of the Lambs. Yeah, they changed its name. Yeah, yeah that movie was so good, dude. Yeah. I remember like the blind girl, like or with the doing the yeah doing the fucking photo with the photo booth in the photo booth and yeah. shit. Right, and Homeboy's photo booth, like that part yeah. of that movie. I was just like. You're gonna die, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those books are just fucking fantastic. He's another one that's so yep. fucking good. A lot of people don't know of him. Maybe doesn't have the same recognition, you know, right. as as some. But uh, what about like on the book side of this? You know, of course, that's the way I lean on a lot of it. Um, Chris, I mean, the I know you do audio books yeah. more than you read books. Books, but you want to hear something fucked up? One of the best books I've ever actually read and never seen the movie to that I don't know if I want to see the movie because I don't want it to fuck up the book is fucking Misery. Oh, okay. I read Misery and that book was so fucking badass. I've never seen the movie. I got to say the movie is pretty fucking phenomenal. I I love the book, of course. (laughs) I don't think that would be a letdown to you. If you like the book as much as you say. I I fucking love that book, dude. I read that shit. That's all I had to do in jail was read. I read that book like three times while I was in jail. Like, this is fucking awesome. No, Kathy Bates, she was so perfect for that. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, she's... Incredible, and then Michael Caine. Was it him or yeah, James Michael. Con? Oh, James Con. That's yeah, James Con. Right. That's right. Yeah. No, yeah. I. Have I would suggest Misery? watching that. CK. Yeah, I saw Misery. I, I love the movie. Yeah, yeah. I read that book and thought it was great. Never seen the movie, so yeah. on y'all three's fucking yeah, God, go I will watch definitely it, watch, watch, watch the movie. Yeah. I have not. Wa- I have not some of his movies made from the books or stories are right. awful, and then yeah. some of them are really good. I know. You know, the one everybody jumps on is Maximum Overdrive. Oh, That's yeah. just so stupid. I fucking love that movie, but though. The, <laughs> but the story that. was dumb. Trucks. Trucks, yeah. Right, it's exactly. Like, yeah. Do you want to that movie? The one good thing about that movie was the fucking soundtrack. Uh, I was just going to say right? the soundtrack ACDC. was, was <laughs> cool. You know? I, I'm personally a huge fan of the movie. It's super really? campy and over Dude, the top. I, yeah, oh, I fucking that's love I that movie. Man. But uh, even Stephen King was like, holy shit, I was on so much cocaine in those <laughs> days, I don't even know what was going on. <laughs> right, <It's>, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I read, I read something where he said that when he wrote Tommyknockers, like he has no memory of writing, of, of writing Tommyknockers <laughs> now. <laughs> It took me a year to write the books that I wrote, yeah. but I was also working. Yeah. So he's just doing that. So say doing... six months of your life, you just don't even remember. Got That's no clue, bro. fucking hammered, man. That's Got bad. No clue, so bro. yeah, he was really bad there for That's periods of time. But yeah, I would really like him. Of course, we talked, Chris, last uh, October. We did a whole episode on Poe. That's always been yeah, one always of my all-time Poe, yeah. favorites. Uh, really got me introduced into the horror thing in as a at a young age, because back then I don't know about now we read it in school. Yeah, Telltale Heart. I think we read it in fucking school. Yep. Black Cat. I think we read it in school. Yeah. Kind of shocking to think they would let you read a story like what? Black Cat yeah, yeah. in school. fucking school, you know, or Telltale Heart for that matter. Murder at the Rue Morgue. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Murders in, in the Rue Morgue yep. was another one you had total access to. I mean, there were a lot of them. Yeah. 
Pit and the Pendulum. I mean, there's some oh, great God, ones. So He's amazing. Yeah. I wish he would have wrote a novel, um, but maybe he wasn't suited for it. Uh, same with Lovecraft. Yeah. I didn't get into Lovecraft until later as like a early 20s. Right. Um, his stuff was just so far out there. I didn't like any of the sci-fi shit. I like some of his horror. Uh, the Thing at the Doorstep is probably one of his best that I thought. Dunwich Horror. He's done some good ones. Yeah. Um, but, uh, he, he gets out there too far for me when he gets into the crazy names and these mountains and these names that almost like are intentionally difficult to pronounce. And then I start, I get like glassy eyed and lo- they lose what? me there, you know, with that. And I've tried the audio books with that and I still struggled still with it. Yeah. I just it. thought maybe somebody else reading it, I could get through them and I struggle with it, but I love his horror. I just think he got kind of out there with it. Right. Um, what are, uh, like, what do you guys, like, both of you, like, Pete, what a, like, it, it's 2019, October, two, like, within the past year or two, what do you think one of your favorite horror movies that's came out recently? I really like the last Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. That was Did fucking you? wicked. I went and saw that. Uh, the, the new one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. Yeah, I have not seen that yet. That was really good. I thought that was exceptionally good. Uh, me and Jenny went and saw Ma, which was actually surprisingly good. Yeah. I didn't think I would like it very much, but it's pretty fucked up Is psychological it? kind of right, thriller. Size, yeah, it's kind uh, of horror. I don't know if I'd call it horror, but more of a thriller type of a of a movie. But um, I'm yeah. sure I'm missing something. But Halloween, the last one, right, I thought was really, 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 yeah, really I, good. I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, is that what you're saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What that, about you, that's, Cashman? That's the last one that, that I saw. That's the last. That you think probably your favorite one within the last year or two. Yeah. 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 What about you, Cashman? Um. To be honest, uh, like I go to the movies quite a bit. I've seen a lot of them. I I dig a lot of what right. I see. But I think one of the most suspenseful movies that I've ever seen, and I went and saw it in the IMAX, you know, big screen. And my thing was sharks, but forty-seven meters down, holy shit! I haven't seen that, but I've heard some people say that's so some much, fucked up shit uh, yeah, going and on. And there was so much point of view, right? And you just know these people are creeping through these depths, and you're like, you're gonna get fucking smoked at any second, right? So you're just on edge, like the holy whole time, shit. yeah, waiting for that jump scare, which is like, oh, like that's how you would feel in that situation. Totally, you so would. I was like, okay, you got me right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that's, um, you know, something that would totally fucking have you, like, yeah. just, like, not knowing what the fucking, how to even react to yeah, some shit exactly. like that. Exactly, you, know? you don't know what's going to happen. Like, one of my favorite ones that came out recently, though, was freaking uh, Terrifier. Oh, I have not seen that. You haven't? I haven't no. seen that either, come, dude. You need to come over and watch Terrifier yeah, every sometime, sure. man. It's like, the, it's a clown... He's this fucking evil ass clown. He never says shit, and he looks terrifying as fucking. It's just the most brutal shit ever, man. Hanging oh, wow. people upside down and cutting them from groin to head with fucking saws and shit. Oh man, like it's so fucking brutal. You got to come watch Terrifier with me, bro. Oh wow, hell yeah. I was on that. I watched uh, Clown today. Eli Roth's Clown. 
which yeah. I love that movie. The clown's right. good. That's it, the one where he fucking turns into. Yeah, he it becomes. He his becomes skin a clown. And yeah, and he dude. fucking has to kill From, them kids. Holy. Oh fuck. my god, dude. <laughs> yeah, clown that, movies are I another one. That, I'm not scared of clowns, but clown movies kind of yeah. freak me out like that. Like fucking stitches. Yeah, stitches, stitches is so good. Stitches That's is good so movie. fucking good, man. Yeah, I went and saw uh, it, the yep. newest, the chapter two, yep. and it was good. Yeah. But it was to me like they were, and it wasn't their fault because this is the way the book was. I didn't like the book, like the last quarter of the book. I didn't care for it. Um, and even in the movie, they make fun of him not being able to do endings, which yeah. is kind of funny that he like let that fly because they were you know picking on him pretty good about it. Um, and so, because one of the characters is a writer, and they're right. saying he can't write endings, and of course, it, yeah, yeah. So because everybody hated that, a lot of people hated that ending of that book, and I was one of them. I thought it was awful uh, because it seems like to me it's just like throwing everything at you. Like it was almost like he didn't really know what to do, so just like let all kinds of shit going on. It just to me it was too chaotic. It was just too crazy. It would have been much better to have it more have it make more sense or. I mean, he could have done some cool stuff, I thought, with the storyline, with the kids coming back as adults. I love that idea. Right. But I just didn't like, I thought it was real hokey. The movie was kind of hokey with that. Um, kind of, you know, just the the very stereotypical things that I know they're funny when you watch a horror movie that's meant to be funny with that. But when they really do it, yeah. it like seems that much more stupid to me, you know. Like I personally uh, <laughs> like it is my favorite book of all time. Really, hands down. My Even favorite. the ending, I loved it. Really. Now you got to remember, I'm a huge psychedelic dude, and he did a lot of way out shit in the end. Well, of that. that would definitely explain <laughs> that because and, yeah. and all of most of what he did at the end was what he was able to tie in with the other dimensions with Dreamcatcher and you know all those movies. Uh, the the second dimension he has or whatever he has, but he's fucking he was on a lot of drugs then. Like well, yeah, like, did a yeah. lot of cocaine. But uh, did I, a lot of cocaine. You know the thing. Uh, <laughs> I think that fucking saved me and allowed me to become tolerable to movies uh, at an early age was because I had read it early on. I saw the made-for-TV movie with Tim Curry, right? Oh, dude, yeah. Basically, the worst adaptation of a book of all time. Right. But still took on a life of its own because of the cast and Tim Curry himself. Sure. People were scared of Pennywise. And, oh, yeah. and this movie had no cussing, no titties, no nothing because it was for TV. Right, right. Um, so whenever they did the remake, I was like, well, you can't get much worse off. And sure enough, it's they did more that had to do with the book and the new one. Right. But at the same time, you can't. I mean, you can't fucking get into that weirdness like that on screen properly. Right. So, you know, they they did a little bit more of a, a cleanup on the end, I think. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's it's not exactly like you make it through that whole epic fucking book, and it's not like the most amazing ending of all yeah. time. I just, yeah, to me it was just kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. I just didn't care for it. Right. But uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I have this special cage match. You guys want to do some cage oh, match? Fuck yeah. Yeah, let's what do you think, guys? Fuck yeah. All right, All fucking right. a. Fucking a. I don't All even right. know about this one. So yeah, we this is top <laughs> secret. So what we're gonna do uh, for anybody listening that's not familiar with our killer cage match, we have uh, a list of killers, and in this case, we've got horror movie villains. Okay, uh, ten horror movie villains, and then I've got ten objects that they're going to fight with in a cage 
And then uh, we've got a variable, which is a list of five variables. Uh, So what we're going to do is we're going to let CK, we're going to have you pick one number, one to ten, and that'll be one of the two fighting in the cage. So give us a number, CK, one to ten. Seven. 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 That's very appropriate for (laughs) what was going to happen here. And then, Joey, you pick a number one to ten, not number seven. I'm going to go ten. Ten. Oh, this is pretty good. All right, we got Pennywise. <laughs> nice. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Pennywise going up against Chucky. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, the total list was Freddy Krueger, Ghostface, Pinhead, Jason, Michael Myers, Dracula, Pennywise, Leatherface, Hannibal Lecter, and Chucky. Nice. So, uh, uh, so I thought I picked some pretty good ones. Ch- yeah, there. definitely. Yep. All right, so we got uh, Pennywise going up against Chucky. And two numbers... Uh, between one and ten, CK, give me another one. One to ten. This is a separate set, so you could pick any number. One to ten. Three. Three. All right, that'd make this interesting. And Joey, I'm gonna go the opposite spectrum and go one. Number one. All right, we got a claw hammer <laughs> and a concrete block. Nice. Oh, nice. So that should be interesting. <laughs> the total, all the ten, was claw hammer, machete, concrete block, switchblade. Severed leg, bone saw, nail gun, crown of thorns, a hacksaw, and a human skull. Nice, so, nice. <laughs> so claw hammer, concrete block. Yeah. That's cool. Now this is where it gets interesting with the variable. One through five. And Chris, huh? I got you picking the variable here. One to five. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so give me what you got. Let me go with fuck it. I'll go with four. Number four. This is good. <laughs> David Draymond and Drag. <laughs> the fuck so, so the variable so the variables were uh numbers one through five, Pauly Shore and a Speedo, a Dumblon cheerleader, Couch Fucker after a testosterone injection, David Draymond and Drag and Fred Dursk. Fred Durst in a chalk shirt. <laughs> God damn it, I wish I'd been five. So good. Yeah, Fred Durst in the chalk <laughs> shirt. Fuck, dude. Love you, Pete. Motherfucker. Oh, man. All right, so there we go, guys. We got Pennywise. Oh, Pennywise. Chucky. Claw Hammer, Concrete Block, and David Traymond's in drag. They're know. in a cage. What do you think? I don't even know where to begin with this shit, dude, for real. One, one, I, one I think I think Pennywise. Yeah. He's just gonna pick up that fucking concrete block because yeah. no fucking Chucky can't pick it up. No, <laughs> no, he definitely can't. He no. might drop it. Uh, and just drop it right on fucking Chucky and crush the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joey, I'm not as up on the horror stuff as you, and yeah. I know you've we've all watched Chucky, but yeah. specific goes- to like. Maybe some of the sequels. Did Chucky ever get like bigger? Or no, stronger? no, he never no. got bigger. He always uh, encompassed the body of that doll. 100%. Okay, yep. but he's always have something like a fucking goddamn claw hammer or something, yeah. and he'd scamper around all over the goddamn right. place and show up on your back and just beat your fucking. Well, head. see, that's what I'm wondering. If Chucky gets a hold of that claw hammer, he could fuck some shit up. Because he's small he and fight. fast, you know. Yeah, he fucking that because he did that a lot. He yeah. just come up on motherfucker like ah fucking right. So I, <laughs> probably probably I don't take know. Pennywise's 
Pennywise's fucking nutsack out. He could. <laughs> he could. Now is David Draymond in drag? What's he got going on in this yeah. cage, Joey? I, I don't know. He was just walking around with the round signs. Oh, know, they, round, round, yeah, round one. Yeah. He's a ring girl. <laughs> a ring girl. <laughs> All right, we're going to go with that. I, and, but, but with him in there, I think Chucky might be a little, you know, a little hot on it. A little fired up. Yeah. Yeah. On it. <laughs> well, there's two weeks yeah, now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, Chucky was, you know, Charles Lee Ray at first, a serial killer from Chicago. Exactly, And right. he was all about, you know, some women getting some pussy and shit. And then, but uh, just as a doll, he had trouble doing it. Although he did have he's a, a doll. Kid. Yeah, because he's a doll. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. But Tiffany was hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meg Tilly. So, uh, man, I don't know, dude. Fucking, I feel like uh, Pennywise is a little more spiritual, though. He could, like, shadow from here to here. Yeah, see, Pennywise had more of, like, a supernatural. That's what I meant. Yeah. Supernatural yeah. is what I meant. Supernatural. Yeah. I well, could see that. That's, if, if that he took could his totally change form, it up. If he took his natural form, Pennywise... Just as the creature, I think he would just demolish. Oh yeah, he would demolish everything. All right, Pennywise wins. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's fun to joke around. Obviously, we're joking around, but I mean, yeah, Chucky's just too small. I yeah. think Pennywise more than likely is just gonna fucking Definitely. like CK Pennywise said, get the concrete block and smush him, and uh, maybe then fuck up David Draymond or. <laughs> I think you know. they both fuck up David Draymond before they fucking yeah. go after that each other. Cool. <laughs> that might be cool. That might be cool. Now, um, I'd still sp- want Jennifer Tilly to come out at some point, though, and show us that wreck. <laughs> Dude, I will, oh, come on, Jennifer Tilly. Show me them boobies. <laughs> the uh, the uh, project you and I are working on, Joey, I figure this is a good time to bring that up, yeah, too. Cause absolutely. We did touch on it a little bit last week, I think. We just very, very nibbled at the edge. But we've gotten further into this thing now. And uh, so- CK, hey, you read all those stories you sent you, right? Oh, yeah, I read I, um, pretty much all of them. I'm yeah. not going to give it out fully, but the cover I'm doing for it is based on the story Monster Voice. Yeah. Oh, that should be fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got the thing by the window going on. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fucking... I, he just told me about it. I haven't seen anything, but it's going to be sick. Yeah. We, we should be able to unveil it pretty soon. I can't wait! I can't wait to get the fucking book. I'm I'm so pumped for it. Hell yeah! Yeah, it's it's fun putting it together, CK, because you know you and I have been through this with with the uh, writing end of it for years now. Before the podcast, we were doing this, and it's been oh yeah a hiatus because of the podcast stuff has just been overwhelming. So it is fun to get back into the swing of writing again because I wrote a brand new one called the wreath which is fucking pretty crazy uh meant to be a horror film or horror story for christmas nice uh with this black (laughs) wreath on the door and silent night deadly night kind of using the uh kind of using the theme of uh passover where they put the lamb's blood on the doors that were safe so they're passed over uh from the evil shit going down uh, in this case, the the black wreath marks, you know, where the shit is supposed to happen. Nice. So, it's pretty fucked up. Oh, it's yeah. like when it's going to show up on your door, type <laughs> and it, of thing. And, it, and it's actually based on a real person. Oh, yeah. Real? <laughs> well, what was funny is uh, go getting people pissed off again. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> no. Well, you're not going to get this person. Yeah. Pissed he's off. he's long since passed. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, there was a guy, and of course, me and CK grew 
both grew up in Bethel, Connecticut. And uh, there was a guy that used to come to the door uh, in the, like late hours. I remember like we're like getting ready for bed yeah. and somebody's like wailing on the front door. Of your apartment. Oh, yeah. And my dad's like getting the gun. Like he's oh, sure. like, what yeah. the fuck, you know? And uh, wrong fucking house to fucking break into with that fucking shit, you know? Right. So anyway, um, he'd go to the door, or I'd go to the door as I, you know, as I was older, where he would let me, because like I said, it was it was alarming at the yeah. hour he would tend to be there late, and it was like this little fucking dude. He was probably not five foot tall, hunchback, like some out of a fucking movie, hunchback, well, and well, just really fucked was, up. Was this family was supposedly inbred? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Like, yeah, they were. <laughs> They yeah, were. So. And so he's very strange looking. He's hunched over. He's like disheveled. And he goes, Wabai Reef. Wabai Reef. Wabai Reef. <laughs> and it was these wreaths he would sell, you know? And you're just like, no, get the fuck out of here, you know? So occasionally, though, like I think one time we bought one, you know, my dad, my mother, whatever, one like, of them fine, bought just one. leave us the fuck Because they were alone. nice. Like he made them. Like they yeah. were nice, you know? And the, but this was his trick. He would sell you the wreath, and then he would come back later steal and steal it. The the door. Door. <laughs> and sell it to somebody else. Yeah. Take it off the fucking door. Yeah. So this shit went on for fucking years, man. It was like legend, you know. Oh, that's and he dies, good. right? And there was a thing in the paper, you know. You know, Ike died. You know, this and that. And um, the dude was worth millions of dollars. God damn. He was one of these Fine. people that never oh, spent yeah. it, like yeah. inherited. I don't remember even how it all, where the money came from. You but would it was never like guess stupid, that. and you'd yeah. never guess that this guy all like hunched over. He was one of my inspirations uh, for Enoch for Strange. Enoch, yeah. When I envisioned Enoch Strange, I envisioned him because he was very hunched over and gnarled and right. like CK said, inbred. And, uh, like, so oh, yeah, Barry. so I used oh, the Barry. character, I used the character, uh, in the wreath, uh, of a character named Mikey instead of Ikey, That's fucking uh, awesome. who uh, comes up and says, well, Barry. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah. And some crazy shit goes down. So, so yeah, that's funny that you uh, brought up that angle of it, CK. Cause yeah, because that is yeah, part of it. So there's there's a lot of them. I wrote, um, you know, several since I wrote Creation of Chaos, uh, The Dead Room, Monster Voice, um, uh, Deeper Than Dead, uh, I Am Dominus. There's some good ones in there. The October House was one that was supposed to be in Creation of Chaos 1, but I signed, um, uh, somebody wanted to option it for a short, and so if they if I agreed to let them do that, I wouldn't be able to publish it myself. Nah. So I held it out of Creation of Chaos 1 because of that, but I really like the story. So it's like, fuck it. And so that one's never been, and he didn't use it, yeah. So and it's back to me again. So that'll be Creation of Chaos 2, because that's what we're going to call it, Creation of Chaos Volume 2, and it'll be uh, however many stories end up in it. Right now it's 13, so it's 13 Ways to Make You Die is the subtitle and joey you're doing the artwork yep. that's going to be sick excited can't even wait to see it it's going to be a very old school style art uh for this one um and so that'll be fun with joey and i working together for the first time on a project which is cool yep. 
And so, uh, so that's going to be awesome. And uh, hoping to have that ready for Dark History Convention because, dude, that's going to be sick, man. Yeah, I can't wait for the fucking Dark History, man. Yeah, October, Saturday, October 26th and Sunday, October 27th at the City Center in Champaign, Illinois, Dark History and Horror Convention. Is is, is that where the dude wants to get a selfie taken with CCK? He does, yes. That is where that is. is. Uh, You guys should should charge fucking money for that. Well, (laughs) Borowski does for the Gacy. He brings Gacy with them and Man. he charges but I don't think so I, I mean think it's so. cool I was just I, oh I know I know I'm gonna, we're gonna It'll take all the wigs and be like pick which wig you oh, want we should yeah. we should <laughs> we should although we'd be you know tempting he, fate though we would if we have not put any wigs on cck and yeah he has i've been not afraid to problems man. so i've been afraid it. to He's but yeah there with that fucking scythe just like i will fucking kill you guys right <laughs> and we're gonna and we're of course gonna bring cck with us to that and then what else are we gonna be bringing dude that oh i showed you a picture of today God, dude fucking we got fucking uh spellbound uh, effects and art.com made us this bad ass like latex arm that has murder metal oh, mayhem like oh cut out God. on it and I cannot wait until I physically see it because it looks the pictures look so nasty yeah dude. it's wicked yes. and then he's sending the thumb drives the thumb too drives, dude. The thumb which drives. he's got the thumb drives and then uh, he said he would throw in some other stuff because we yeah, showed he, him some pictures. He's like, I got some other shit for you. He's like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, he was all yeah. about it. So yeah, go check out check Spellbound FX. That's the letter F and the letter X and art.com. We'll link to them in the episode description. They're going to be a new sponsor, Chris. Yes, so that's cool. Yes, sir. That's Tony okay. over there doing a hell of a job. Looks like movie Movie props. Set stuff, yeah, Joey, like movie don't yeah. you think? Oh, man? the dude is phenomenal. Yeah, like, yes. really good. High, fucking high quality movie set stuff. Yeah, and right. even cooler, we've talked about it before, Chris and CK. You're hearing this, I think, for the first time. We've talked about we've always wanted to find a nipple belt. And he said he can make some. Tony can make <laughs> nipple belts. He just needs He's get... made them before. Yeah, he yeah. Said. He just needs to get a new quote nipple mold. He said he needed a new nipple mold and he could get him cranked like, out. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. You're I my, can't wait to get a You're nipple my belt. new best friend. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely. have to find a way to come to Florida to meet that motherfucker. <laughs> man. I've never man. been to Florida, but now that, I want to go. Dude, that dude makes and all go hang out with Tony too. for an afternoon, man. Dude, be dude I would love that. Fucking sick, dude. Oh my god, dude. So yeah, so uh, so Tony, a new friend of the show, and it's going to be awesome. Can't wait, and we'll have that at the Dark History Convention. Yes, Chris, sir. we'll bring the arm with us. You get to see it Hell yeah. in person. So we're going to get uh, links to the episode description but go yeah, to dhhc con or i'm sorry dhhcon.com it's kind of a weird yeah it's kind of rough but it's all right yeah go to brian facebook what he's doing. we yeah brian's a great dude putting that together and so we're going to be there there's actors are going to be there uh john borowski is going to be there the director um uh donnie weimer uh serial killer uh culture um you know, doing all kinds of cool merch. He's got some really good new stuff that he's been cranking out. That's where uh, Thibodeau is going to be. And David yeah, Thibodeau is going to be there, the Waco yes. survivor from the Koresh incident down there. Uh, he's going to be right between us and our buddies at Black Crip Podcast going to be there too, Chris. Yes, sir, they are. So it's going to be They're fun. Gonna We're going to see, see some guys, people yeah. we have uh, not seen for a year. And I'm sure we'll meet some new people because we got some people been commenting and saying I they want to see you. 
come see us there. So yeah, get your ass down to that. They got bands playing. I seen Avena Collapse is playing the, the collapse the and, after party and, and, and or something. Interspecies and interspecies erotica. erotica. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And interspecies erotica. So fucking yeah, it's gonna very be very cool, awesome. man. Uh, definitely uh, thanks to CK and uh, Joey for coming in here and hanging out and uh, talking. And CK, uh, eventually we're going to get you out here to Horns High. So, Fuck yeah. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, we've got a surprise up our sleeves for the listeners of a plan in the works <laughs> to Chris to get CK oh, out here a surprise. hanging out with us at Horns High. Is that going to be around April? Just curious. Yeah, that's it. Might be around there. <laughs> yeah, sometime yeah. around there, uh, because we want to keep it secret. But yeah. we also know that we've got a milestone coming yeah. about that time of the oh, year. Yeah. So oh, yeah, it's going to be sick, and so that's in the works. So that'll be awesome, CK, to get you out here in Horns High. I'm I'm sure it'll be different than what you envision, even though you've seen a lot of pictures and video. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm I'm, I'm almost positive it will be different. Yeah, yeah, it'll be really cool, man. That'll be a monumental fucking day, man. I tried to tell, like, because you know Zev was down the other day, and unfortunately yeah. he was only here for a short period. But uh, I told him I was like, "We'll get you out there whenever you get down there." You yeah, see, you can yeah. Say, I was like, "It'll blow your mind because it's." You see it in the pictures. I right. know because it happened to me too. Right. It's like you see it one way, then you get there and you're like, wow, this is actually like kind of more compact. Right. But it's still everything. Everything you see is here right. and it's absolutely perfect for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why the Spellbound Effects guy is like, yeah. perfect. Yeah. That's why I wrote him that first time was like, dude, your shit needs to be in here, yeah. man. Look at this yeah. shit. So that's really, really, really cool. So awesome. Um, We've got some cool stuff we always put out on the table. Got our buddies at Psycho Killer Bobbleheads. Been hanging out with those bobbleheads here for a while. He's got, what, 16 of them in the collection. I think they're working on round two. Yeah, they've got a brand new website now. It's nice and updated. So PsychoKillerBobbleheads.com. Get yourself one. Tell them Murder Metal Mayhem sent you. They'll put you right to the top of the heap. and You get that uh, ordered. They're cheap, too. Like 20 25 bucks. Uh, really great quality, man. Oh, yeah. Chris, we've been Shit, digging yeah, on them for are. a while I've been now. Hanging out with these guys for a while, and I'm pretty yeah. impressed. Yeah, they are. They're fucking cool, and I can't wait to see some of the new ones they're going to come out with. So, um, also, um, you know, thanks to you guys out there listening, we do really appreciate. Always it. appreciate you guys listening. We had like 2,600 listens last week total to all the episodes, so that's really cool. We're about average. Uh, we've gone up as high as like 4,800. Okay. Um, and of course, started out at zero, so right. we've gone, gone <laughs> a long way. Yeah, started from zero, now we're here. So thank everybody out yeah. there. Yeah, worldwide too. We keep seeing new places popping up, and just amazing to see it, man. Uh, so you can go to murdermetalmayhem.com, check out all our podcasts, the bonus content. Of course, we got that YouTube channel, and hoping next week I get that video up of CK and I CK talking, Hell hanging yeah. out. CK talking about what were we discussing? Some of your favorite metal shows ever. Some metal show, our, oh, yeah. our, our best metal shows. Right, and that was fun. We were hanging out there on your couch in Danbury on Wild Man yep. Street. Oh yeah, man. That's so I was bad. within eyesight of the fucking volleyball fucking net, man. That was so cool. Yeah, that was funny taking a picture of it. It was like a contest, and somebody's like, it's the volleyball net. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I was like, what's in this picture that we always talk about? You know, somebody picked yeah, it out right away, awesome. which was great. 
Um, also, you can go on Twitter if that's your thing, or Twatter if you want to call it that. Twatter. At Get Your Murder On is our uh, handle on there. Uh, join the 666 Club and support the podcast on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash murder metal mayhem. And, of course, all these we'll link to in the episode description. But we do appreciate it. Chris, three bucks a month. Get you some VIP action. Some good shit going, man. So go check We're it out. We're looking at getting new shirts made, too. So Yes, oh, nice. we are talking to uh, a couple people now about shirts, uh, getting some more in. And then we want to do a redesign and come out with a different shirt. Not sure what yet. We've had a lot of people comment on the... Uh, um, that we should do a shirt on the commercials we do. That would yeah. now. There's so many of <laughs> yeah. them that it that would be almost like overwhelming. But that would uh, be funny. But there would be maybe maybe one we could pick out yeah. and just say fuck it and like, just do this that. Is what one. we're doing, like the Gein vagina maintenance yeah. or something yeah. like that. The, you know? the Benoit fucking anger management. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> God, now speaking of Gein, Joey, I saw you pointing at it there. The new yeah. Ed Gein. Yep. A stand. Yeah, I saw Zev sent you that. That I I got from Zev, our friend up in Chicago. And actually, I don't know if Zev's listening, but I used Zev in, in the wreath. Oh, did you? Uh, you'll see it. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I saw him not that long ago mention something on Facebook about being Jewish. And so I was writing the story and I needed a character that would understand what Passover was. So I was like, I'll use the name Zev. So yeah. I used Zev's first name <laughs> nice. and put him in the story. So he's got a little cameo. That's awesome. Uh, a different last name, but yeah. I used his first name. That was so. like whenever I was reading, you know, Enoch and then you have Father Meister. I was like, ah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But no, the new stand, it's, uh, it's got an Ed Gein uh, headline, like from a newspaper, newspaper on a plaque. Yeah. Yep. And then the stand runs up through it and then up where the mask sits. Of course, the mask by Sick Rick. Masks. Killing Wicked it. shit, dude. And, of course, we got the Gacy over there. So I'm thinking about doing one just like that yeah. with the Gacy one and get a headline like that and do the same thing. Yep. I think that's That'd kind of a neat sick, idea. Yeah. yeah, I'm so fucking upset for the longest. Gacy was executed on my birthday. Oh, damn. So, uh, you know, that was kind of like inspirational to me at a time whenever serial killers were real big to me in the uh, mid-90s. But, um, man, I kept the pantograph from down in, you know, not the pantograph, I'm sorry, the Journal Gazette from Mattoo and Charleston. I kept that paper, and, like, it was a huge fucking thing about no more tears for the clown and all the people out, the protesters and all that. And it was just so much about John Wayne Gacy, and somewhere I lost that over the years, but... Man, yeah. I would love that again. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I know. I hate losing stuff. Yeah. You know you're never going to be able to get it back. Now, we have a little bit of confusion. Uh, it's mainly on my part about what we're going to do next week. Pissed. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, next week, uh, we're going to be featuring um, either a serial killer or we're going to do a bonus episode. Uh, we're not sure. And a lot of it's going to depend on the book, Joey, because... Yeah. We're trying to get this thing done and have it for the Dark History Convention. So you're under the gun yep. with the artwork, but you're you got it under control. Yep. And then I got to get the uh, the writing part of it. Well, that's just finished now, but the editing, the editing and last minute stuff, and pull it all together. And CK, you're going to get to bless the last story that I wrote that I've been talking about the wreath, and yes. you get to read that. I'm anxious to see what you think. 
Um, That'll be the last one on in the book. I like. Uh, it won't be the last oh, okay. one because actually I should mention that um, doing something kind of unique with this con- this collection. Uh, we've got two guests, actually three guest authors oh. that are contributing stories. So my friend uh, Angel Rosa uh, from Danbury, who we've had on the show before, um, he's a uh, does horror shorts. He's a director. He's also a very very good writer and won lots of different awards and stuff. But anyway, Angel is agreed to do it and he actually is working on a new story this week nice so we got a brand new one from angel and then sue rovens from normal yeah uh, she's a friend of the show she's been a huge supporter of us she did the tales of terror right event she's already got it set up now for next year um anyway sue has uh, sent me a story that was from her last book uh that'll be in there and then uh, my granddaughter alex Nice. who wrote a story for a school called The Pie Witch, which is extremely <laughs> disturbing. Yeah. So disturbing, oh, when she gave it to me, I was just like, you turn this into the teacher? <laughs> like, hey, man, they you've let, seen some of the shit my kids have wrote. I know. turn that shit into the teacher. And dude. they let you go home? Like, what <laughs> the fuck, you know? And so, yeah, it was pretty funny. So I've got a copy of the original from her. Uh, she was just looking at it when she was over this weekend. Nice. But uh, she's already, I told her about it because I had promised her I'd put her in the next creation of chaos with that. So, um, hell yeah. So I'm going to put that in there. And then I've got a little afterward uh, where I talk about the different stories. I did this in creation of chaos yeah. one where I talked about the different stories and what was the motivation yeah. or backstory of why I wrote right, it, right. like the Ike Veach, oops, um, uh, <laughs> reference <laughs> in, uh, in the one story. And so uh, that kind of thing, I think, if I was reading it, I'd be like, that would interest me. It you makes know? more sense if you know. If you yeah. have a backstory of some stories, I understand Yeah, I, I dug her in the, uh, the Collection of Chaos ones. Um the like I said, the bodies in my pocket always stuck with me, especially after yeah. I read the afterward. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's really cool, you know. Yeah, that was an interesting one, bodies in my pocket, because yeah. that was a, a the special shells. I saw about uh, snipers. Right, the shells. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, so enough about that. So next week, depending on if I get the book stuff completed this weekend, uh, we'll do Kenneth McDuff next week. And if not, we're going to do a bonus episode, get a couple of interviews we just did that we're going to do some full, release the full interviews. If not, because if I can't get it done, we won't be able to get ready for this next episode. And we don't want to just half-ass throw right. shit no, together. get it together, right? We want to do it right. Get it together, right? You guys deserve that, so we won't do that. We won't Especially, phone uh, it in. Kenneth McDuff and with Tex on that one, too. Yeah, we're going to have Tex in on it, so Tex... Uh, may not already know that he's uh, already not probably going to do this thing. Ooh, so we'll see. <laughs> I got to get a hold of him. But no, yeah, so we got Tex involved. It's a good case with the whole goes to prison, then gets paroled gets and kills again. That's yeah, pretty fucking that brutal, pretty man. pretty fucked up, man. Yeah, and I was in Texas when he was executed, too, because I remember seeing it on the news. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. So that'll be next week. And CK, whenever we do that Kenneth McDupp episode, uh, you're going to do your segment on who? Carcass. Nice. Carcass. Carcass. Yeah. Yeah. Can't yeah, wait dude. for that. That should be badass. 
So until next time, keep one foot in the gutter. And your fist fucking jamming a butcher knife in some unknowing bitch's chest. Happy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Mother. Mother. Man.